1: I uh I I wanted I I know it's gonna get me into tr- I want to die right now. <laughs> no, let me start. Let no, me start off. No, no, you know, I ready. saw you. You're Mr. Brightside on this, and it's fantastic because I I agree with you. But right now I need to get the damn demon out of my system. It's chewing me up, man.
0: No, I hear you, but off the fucking crossbar. Hey, the man, crossbar. <laughs> that dinked the- it in. That was the football gods rebalancing. Justin Tucker's missed 49 yard field goal, which cost me. Oh, my God. How however you, much money? I, I $20, it. it cost you nothing. It was a free bet. I don't care, but I could have won money on it. We're tra- we're talking about the best kicker in NFL history, Justin Tucker. But that was the perfect way to lose. It was the perfect way to lose. No, no. I'm going
1: to tell you why, because chat right now is spam with delay of game and everyone bitching about the refs again. OK, I didn't want to be here again, bitching about the reps.
0: All right. With the referees, I think that the Lions, they got their fair share of good calls, right? I yes. mean, the Jamal Williams touchdown, I thought it was a touchdown. I'm not Gene Sterator's feelings about his shin being <laughs> down. It was close. I love the challenge by Dan Campbell. But if we're going to talk about referees and we're going to talk about blown calls it's really low on my it's so here's really what I, low think. I on my, on, on my priority priorities i think i think
1: maybe the clock on the display on the game was probably not synced uh, I, that, that's, think, that's my best that's my best explanation that somehow we miss a two-second delay a game that's that's think, probably what happened
0: yes i think that was the case for a lot of occasions i think the cbs yeah. the overlay They were having trouble with the clock clock, late in the game. Yeah. Earlier in the game, they were having problems with it. So, I mean, I think that that gives some credence to the thing that you're saying right now, Chris. I'm stoked about this game. This was a great game. This is is an NFL football team. When you're talking about the Baltimore Ravens, you're talking about a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. You're talking about a, a team that, wants to not only win their division but move on and win
2: the super bowl the lions went toe to toe with them for four quarters yes the baltimore ravens they
0: had self-inflicted wounds marquise hollywood brown dropped passes it is what it is the lions were in this game until the very last second there was one thing. There was one thing, Chris. There was one thing I didn't di- that I didn't agree with when it came to coaching decisions, and that was the Lions' final drive. It was third Lions down, for the field goal. They played for the field goal. Third down, take a shot at the end zone. Take a shot at the end zone. Try to end this game. Try try to shoot past the sticks. Try to get a first down. That ends the yeah, game something. effectively. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The thing is, like
1: they know you're running the ball on third down.
0: They do, especially when you're when you have Jamal Williams backed up there. You know that's your short yardage back.
2: That's the guy who's going to be you know, you know churning for yards. I totally agree with you. I feel like it's the best of all worlds, except for in in
1: in because you you made this point and I agree with you and I see our chat is really mad because all they're focusing on is that the Lions got screwed again we have enabled this awful ref conspiracy with the Bilderbergs and everything else and that the Lions are losers because they accept this and same old Lions and yeah we all booed uh, the the Ford's during Calvin Johnson's uh, halftime ceremonial which was kind of cool apparently we weren't alone John Mara got booed in uh, New York too, which granted he's responsible for this shitty taunting call that's going around here. Um, hey, but
0: real quick. Cool. Yeah. Keep booing billionaires.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised CBS is bashing the refs this much. I, again, I, I don't, I'm going to be interested to hear the explanation. I'm not ready to call conspiracy just yet. No, but stop. if you're telling me we got like, Almost every it came down to one play. And yeah, you screwed up on the one play. Sammy Watkins got free, sets up for Justin Tucker to win on a shot that I don't think he makes 99 out of 100 times. That was a once-in-a-lifetime dink off the damn crossbar.
2: It was the longest field goal
1: in NFL history. You had Lamar Jackson under pressure. You sacked him. You broke up his pass. You forced him out of bounds. Like, I don't know about you guys, That was your defense holding you there right up until it didn't. And if you had maybe done like. If you had maybe been a little more bold for the touchdown, I mean, man, there's a lot of what ifs in this game. But again, because once again, we have to admit that this isn't a team playing for anything this year, asides its damn pride I think he got a lot of pride out of it, but it's still going to hurt like hell that lost that game. Ryan, I haven't heard Ford up until that. I hadn't heard Ford Field that loud since four years, four years since 2017.
0: Maybe since the booze at halftime. (laughs) Yeah, serious. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. I I don't know if, if if anybody watched this last episode of Ted Lasso, it's better to feel something than to be completely indifferent. And that's how I felt about Lions football for the past three, four seasons. I felt completely indifferent about Detroit Lions football. Today's game, I was invested in from start to finish. Look at all the good that the Lions defense did over the course of this game. Let's take stock of it real quick, Chris. Can we yeah, can one, we all
1: that Lamar Jackson is just got boxed?
0: Lamar Jackson got boxed even though he had receivers who dropped balls. Don't care. I was going to say you that is the one thing Lamar Jackson.
1: That is the one thing I will take away from the defense is that there were a lot of big plays that were dropped. But you put the pressure on Lamar Jackson up front. The D line is not a problem. You put the pressure on Lamar Jackson.
0: four sacks. Okay. Let's let, let's let's think about all the stuff that really matters in the grand scheme of things. Romeo Okwara is a dude. That guy is doing things on every single play. He was, I mean, that's a big guy who's going against an, a very agile dude, Lamar Jackson. He was, he was following him around on every play. He, would, he recorded a sack, recorded tackles for loss. Romeo Aquara is that guy. And I am so glad that Brad Holmes was able to come in here and lock him down for a long-term contract because he is a premier edge rusher in the NFL. Okay, first things first. Second thing, for people complaining about the penalties, just by sheer yardage, the Baltimore Ravens had six penalties for
2: 69 yards. Lions had seven for 35. Let's not worry about the penalties. Let's not worry about the delay a game at the end of
0: the game. Let's worry about the fact that the Lions are 0-3 and
2: have been in every single football game that they have played this year. I
1: wanted to cry a little bit, and you're coming in here and forcing me to, to suck down this Ted Lasso positivity. I don't like it from you. I know, I know you were going I'm to do it. Built i
2: built for I this. I knew it.
1: I know. I, I'm not. I want to just wallow in this for a little bit.
0: Can we um, talk about something we agree on real quick? I, and, I, I know, no. and I know that Jeremy will disagree with it, so let's talk well, about well, look, something I, we I can need agree to, on.
1: I, I want, to, first, real quick, I need to push back on chat because they're fucking mad at us because we're not killing the refs and just saying Lions conspiracy. Guys, I wanted to see the Lions win this game. Who the fuck didn't want to want to see the Lions win this game? That we been all great. wanted to see the Lions win this yes. game. That would have been amazing. Are you kidding me? To beat the Baltimore Ravens, get a transitive win over the Kansas City Chiefs? I would have fucking loved it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was sitting here. I was going to sit here. You, you should go see my Twitter feed right now at Chris where I'm just posting death wojaks right now. I am dead inside. And that's why I'm drinking sake right now at 1.30 in, in the afternoon when I have to go to work in like eight hours. Like, I want to see this team win. Holy crap. Don't call me that shit. Like, holy crap. We all want to see this win. And it didn't happen because guess what? The world fucking worked like, dude. Justin Tucker bounced it off the crossbar. Justin Tucker bounced it off the crossbar for 66 yards. Don't talk about a curse or get in your feelings of that. I just want to die a little bit inside. It's not because of a curse. It's because you let one of the best kickers of all time just kill you like that. Uh, for, uh, again, a shot that no one is ever going to make again. Holy crap. I don't, I don't, everything up until that point was heaven. It was The classic Lions game that we've seen where it goes hot, cold, hot, cold Ryan. And like for a while, the Lions were really struggling to get this game. But come on, that second half. So much fucking determination, though. That's that's what I do. I, we'll we'll do the X's and O's breakdowns. That's grit and fire and holy crap! The defense is actually beating around Lamar Jackson. Holy crap! The run game is like running all like this is that's a good like I know they had a lot of their front seven out for COVID. But I'm not taking that away from, this, from, from that offensive line, from that run game. Jamal Williams is a dude. DeAndre Swift is a dude. Somehow we still had less than 100 yards rushing in this game. I don't know how. But when they did rush it, they made those big plays. And I'm sure Jeremy's going to poo-poo on us because he's going to look at their, their rushing average. I'm not going to hear it. The elements of this team being good, for another year are there and at some point lions will pick up a win and i almost almost won a second on paper because if that score held
2: i probably i've been the only one who predicted the lions would win this game i'm the one i'm the responsible is what i'm saying Mm, i have i have so many things that i want to save for the pod cast so many things but we the one speak thing the Ravens, that I, man. the one thing that I will give away for free right now, is that the Detroit Lions are heading in the right direction, and I feel so
0: confident about that. I feel so confident about that. Wins and losses do not matter right now. The way I just want to- the way you're losing football games is what matters. Mm -hmm. The Lions lost a game on a 66 yard field goal, the longest in NFL history, and it bounced off the crossbar and went over. The Baltimore Ravens are counting. They are counting on each of their little digits from their fingers to their toes.
2: All of the blessings that they have walked away from Ford Field with today. First off, they had no business winning that football game
0: based on the way that the this game ended. The Baltimore Ravens had self-inflicted wound after self-inflicted wound. The person I was afraid of the most this game was Mark Andrews, and he continued to devour this Lions defense at each and every step. The Lions can improve on that. Marquise Hollywood Brown dropped passes. Kudos to the Lions defense for sticking tough all the way through to the end of this game. The Baltimore Ravens are counting their lucky stars that they won this football game. If they lost this football game to the Detroit Lions, they're one and two. Their win against the Kansas City Chiefs. People are killing Lamar mean, Jackson. It doesn't mean Lamar Jack, Jack squat. Yeah, yeah.
1: If if they lose this game, Lamar Jackson's getting plastered on first take for a fucking week.
0: Destroyed. He is being left out to pasture.
2: We call that we call that a sky burial. Just leave him out there for the vultures to get him. I. I. sooner whatever it is, whatever prayer I have to give up that
1: Anthony Lynn decided he wasn't going to take the year off. He understands
0: hey, what makes this offense work right now. Hey, and d- he's, d- he's been- double that for Aaron Glenn, because that dude could have had a head coaching position out in New York with the Jets he decided to come here and be the defensive coordinator to the Detroit Lions. There's no reason why the Lions should have only given up 19 points to the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Besides, there's the no reason there,
0: there, there's no reason with as thin as this Detroit Lions defense is, especially the secondary, Chris, they're missing Jeff yeah. Okuda. They're missing everyone. They're missing
1: Okuda. They're missing, they're missing, uh, Mel- Wu, or Warrior with the with the big interception later after he's been kind of on a bit of a milk carton. You were li- relying on A.J. Parker and Bobby Price for a lot of this game. And guess what? You, you're doing Stock Report, man. You, I know what I'm seeing out of you on Monday morning in Stock Report. Up. If I feel conflicted is because this is a really conflicting game and I don't blame any Lions fan going any way on this because holy crap, my emotions got toyed with so much because yes, there was a period in this game where they looked listless and there was a period in this game where I'm like, what the F is Jared Goff doing? Jared Goff seeing a little bit of pressure instead of throwing it away. He's taking two tremendous sacks for 20 for like a combined 25 yards, which leads me to believe that I cannot stomach too much more of Jared Goff and probably going to have to draft a quarterback or I'm going to become the Joker. But at the same time, this is all I wanted to have a football game is the lions to be competitive and to be at it at the end. And I thought when Ryan Santoso, who, by the way, everyone was icing Santoso, he sat out there for five minutes and 35 yards, this is going to sound psychotic, 35
2: yards, Ryan, is a professional career high for him. That's the longest he's kicked one in the NFL. Yeah. Because the lion, you don't have, the Lions because brought we don't have Santoso cyber because in, of COVID.
0: Yeah, the yeah. Lions brought Santoso in. To, to punt at some point. Like not yeah. in this game, but they like they brought him in as a punter at some point. Like this is a dude who it you know what, you talked about my stock report. Here's another thing I'll give away for free. Special teams, stock down. Holy smokes. Like oh, the yeah. the I mean a 25 yard punt from Jack Fox. Jerry Jacobs running out of bounds without being forced out of bounds and the Lions could have got a turnover and had the ball in plus territory. It's a stinker, that part sucks. But if if the thing that we're worrying the most about is cleaning up the special teams. Hello, what are we doing? The Lions lost this football game 19 to 17. The Baltimore Ravens are going to be an NFC North contender an AFC contender, hold a on, Super Bowl on. contender. The, the the Ravens offensive game plan was attack the Lions secondary. Why was it not let's run the ball down their throats? I don't know. I really don't. Like yes, okay. So we're we're looking at the Ravens rushing attempts. 22 attempts, 116 yards, 5.3 yards a rush. That's inflated a bit if I'm going to be the Jeremy guy. And I'm going to say, you know, Lamar Jackson had a 40 some odd yard run from scrimmage. Okay, The Ravens only ran the ball 22 times against one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, who was deciding to put their fourth round.
2: Pick at linebacker. In spot of a starter. That's inexplicable. If I if I'm a Ravens fan,
0: I'm so much more upset if I'm a Lions fan. Does that make sense, Chris? No,
1: no. I think if you're a Ravens fan, your expectations are much higher. And this game is Ravens fans are seeing this as you barely survived against the Lions. You barely survived against the Lions. Yeah. A team that is actively rebuilding with a quarterback that everyone thinks sucks ass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeragoff sucks ass. I don't want to hear about like good halves that he has. All he is doing is checking down. He's doing it very well, but I think that skill is insanely fucking replaceable to check down. David Blau can check down. Yeah, David okay. Blau could be putting up the same performance out there. And maybe David Blau has the, has the mindset to throw the ball away when he sees two Ravens coming straight up the middle at him and Dude. has time in the world instead of wheeling
0: backwards. Preach. Preach. Because the sacks that Jared Goff took today were Jared Goff sacks. Act like fucking, fucking you breaking. Can- You can throw out of those. You can, you know what? Get out, escape, throw it away. Throw it away when you have nothing. Jared Goff at one point, I can't remember if this was just after halftime or just before, but the Lions had negative two passing yards. When you took into account the sacks, and when you took into account any of the good that Jared Goff did with his forward pass, the Lions were at negative two yards, I think just after the half. That's... That's not good. That's very bad. Like I former former Pride of Detroit staffer and just really smart football guy, Kentley Platty at MathBomb. He threw out something that it, it was a response to one of my tweets where he said the Lions are a quarterback away from being a very fun
2: football team, and I completely yeah. agree with him. They are. They are. They need to plug up a few things. And they will.
1: I have faith that they will at this point. And I can't say that about the last four years with that asshole who was here. Um, DeAndre Swift on the last second field goal. That's a tough one. If we played better in the first half, we'd probably be talking about something different. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, if you're focusing on just the final two drives, you are not to the watching whole game. Football. The whole game. You are talking about five minutes out of 60. <laughs> Thoughts on the Jamie Collins trade slash cuts this week. Um, I don't know if are there going to be any bites for Collins, you think?
0: According to Dan Campbell, they had suitors. People were interested in getting Jamie Collins. I think that a deal gets done this week. I do. I I think that they figure out something to to do with Collins. Um, The return for Collins won't be great. It might not even be good. It might be something where the Lions might have to give up a conditional pick, a late-round pick in the future. But that's going to be good. It's going to be good for a couple of reasons. One, you move past Collins. Two, it's a vote of confidence for guys like Derek Barnes. It's a vote of confidence for guys like Jalen Reeves-Maben. Those are the guys that are going to be sticking around on your team for the next couple of years. Those are the guys that you want to reassure, like, yeah, we're ready to, to be out with the old in with the new, the guys that we like, the guys that we drafted, the guys that we wanted to keep around. And we got rid of the guys who didn't who didn't care about being here, who didn't want to be a part of what the Lions are and trying to do. And by the build. way, the
1: linebackers, I don't think they played well today, but they definitely played better. They played I think a, better, lot, of though, they, I think a lot of that, though, was Lamar Jackson didn't really <clears throat> get much up the middle. He didn't, he didn't target up the middle. Like, I think that's more of how the, the, the Ravens played there played their playbook today than it was anything about how the linebackers played. But Alex Anzalone does get some pressure late in the game.
0: Lamar Jackson, 16 of 31, just a shade over 50%. Sacked four times, seven carries for 58 yards, had a long of 31. Yeah. The Lions did a really good job of scheming up against Lamar Jackson. Can we talk about what happened at halftime?
1: Do you have any interest in talking about what happened at halftime? You can say no. You can say no. This is not me setting you up to be able to unable to say no. Hell yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about halftime, because I'm seeing a lot of people taking sides on the booing of the Fords. I know it's their team. I, however, am of the opinion that you should be allowed to boo billionaires all you want because they're all assholes. You're not, but I will also say, too, if you're saying also to sell the team, I said all billionaires are assholes. That means you're going to get a good one. And it means that whoever would buy the team from the Ford is going to do just as bad. And you can't put it on Sheila Ford Hamp because of what William Clay Ford III did decades ago. You can't. You can't. They're all they're all a-holes. They're all idiots. They're all bad because they have more money than they probably should. But I'm about to be labeled as a socialist and a communist. So I'll step back from that ledge. But I understand why I was booed. And I feel like if you're not booing an owner, you're not doing it right.
2: Hey, Chris, let me let me do you a favor real quick. And um, for the people who said well, you shouldn't be booing
0: because this was Calvin Johnson's moment. Can I, can I well, reach they cheered
1: out for Calvin Johnson's moment?
0: They did. They did. And then Calvin Johnson tried to get the booze to calm down. But let's, let's real quick. I, I got my Twitter pulled up and I can look through Calvin Johnson's likes today. Uh, pay the fucking man already from at Senor Rock 2. Pay him his money from at Sparty Capper. From at Switz88, your ownership finally stopped being ridiculously stubborn and stupid and pay the man what he was owed so you can have your own greatest of all time in the fold. You thought you would have learned from Barry. From, from at Suicidal Pats, pay him. From at Amorstega100, pay the man his money. It goes on and on from there.
1: Yeah, and, like, it's, it's, it, the problem, we've talked about this enough, it's a losing, I think it's a losing proposition to talk about, like, if you can pay him or not, because, like, you can't explain to them all these things, because they'll just keep moving the goalposts you. you, can explain to them the Lions can't just pay him out of there, like, well, why can't they, why can't they figure out a way to just cut a check, which I, I mean, I would like an answer to that, maybe, of, like, I don't, It's an annoying thing. It's an annoying thing. There's no good answer to it. I agree.
0: It's an annoying thing. But the good answer is something where the ship has already sailed. Yeah. The Lions should have never taken this money away from Calvin Johnson in the first place. They did because they employed somebody like Rod Wood, who didn't know football. Not not my words, his words. And he made a decision where he took the money away from Calvin Johnson.
2: Do the Fords deserve to be booed for a decision that they made? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely they do. Every fan who paid a ticket to go inside Ford Field today deserved the right to boo the Fords for the decision they made to put somebody in position who had no no football sense, no football IQ, no understanding of football, to make a decision about football. Him, along with Bob Quinn, who is now off to Cleveland and serving in whatever position he's in, those two made a decision where they took money away from Calvin Johnson, who had done everything he did for this team
2: for over a decade. Every fan deserved the right to boo in that game. Yeah. Point blank, period.
0: I'm not hearing the other side of the argument because it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I think, I think I am very much so pro-booing. I am not able to cast a judgment on the payment. And I'm saying that if you think that the four is selling this team because of some old Indian burial ground you have conjured up in your mind, you stupid. Putting this team to someone else isn't going to change jack shit. Sorry. Because you know why? Because it already changed three times. It changed from William Clay Ford... It changed to Martha Firestone Ford. It changed to Sheila Ford Ham. Those are different people. If You want to talk about how William Clay Ford was a crappy owner? I agree with you. He was a yeah. terrible owner. And the fact that you keep wearing these William Clay Ford badges on your sleeves, I understand that your old guy is dying. You want to honor them. But I know every fan
2: looks at that, that, sle- that, that patch on the sleeve and gets disgusted thinking, Here, here, here is the one argument that I hear, right? The one argument I hear
0: is, well, Sheila Ford Hamp wasn't in charge when these things happened. I'm sorry, but you don't step foot in the lion's den
2: without knowing the past, what happened in that den before. I mean, like, (laughs) you just have to un you have to have an understanding of what had happened before
0: before you get into this situation. Now, the whole repaying of Calvin Johnson, it has become very, very difficult because the Lions have to ask him to do work. And
1: he's now, taken an antagonistic approach that. He doesn't want to do the work, which why could just should be he something do the stupid work? simple. Yeah, his opinion is, again, this is a this is a place where I don't think either side is right. I don't think either side is wrong either. The Lions Agreed. have their hands the Lions have that. their hands tied by the NFL rules. Even if they, I don't think any, any kind of work around the NFL will fucking punish them for. You want to like, try to give them, cut them a check from the, from the Ford Motor Company, which by the way, Sheila Fordham probably doesn't have access to those pocketbooks. Those belong to the rest of her family. She don't, she, she can't make that executive decision to cut 2 million from the, from the Ford Motor Company to pay out Calvin Johnson. On the other side, Calvin Johnson is very much so right in his moral in that he should have never been denied that money in the first place. But he's also being obstinate and he's also being incredibly provocative with what he is doing to to basically say, I'm not going to try to meet you at all to get back the money. It is, as the Joker would say, as, as as Mr. Heath the Joker would say, it's not about the money anymore. It's about sending a message. Right now, Calvin Johnson's sending a message even when he's up there trying to calm the fans down from booing Sheila Fordham.
0: And I love that Calvin Johnson doesn't have to simp for the money. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He does, he does, He doesn't have to do that because he has set up successful business ventures for himself beyond the sport of football. He's clearly in a good position. He's in the position to take this antagonistic standpoint that you say he he's perfectly primed and in the right spot to do this. Like it is within Calvin Johnson's right to say, I do not need to work for money that should have just been given to me in the first place.
1: Yeah. And like, I think he should have kept that that money should have stayed on the contracts. The lions were initially, and that's the one side I will take. Absolutely. The lions were in the wrong to take the money back. Every other team out there, like they, they, they let Andrew Luck keep $20 million when he just hung him up from the Colts. And that's Jim like, Irsay. And that's
2: Jim Irsay, who needs <laughs> that money for drugs. Tell me I'm wrong. Fight me on it. I, I, but that's, I that, that's comment the point. Like that. The Lions <laughs> were
1: skinflints in the beginning, but now we are revisiting something from, from the... End of the Obama administration. That's that's the problem. We are stuck in a groundhog day on this subject. And we will continue Let's, to say we stuck and, in a groundhog day on this subject.
0: And I'm gonna take the optimistic route. I haven't cared this much about a Lions football team since the Obama administration.